Freddy. I was born this way. Woo. What's up? Were you Leah Thomas over there, born that way? I was born this way, dude. Fuck yeah. I was born with fantastic lats and a very strong uh, Y chromosome back. <laughs> you know, I, I like, mean, honestly, I bet you would look good in a one piece. Mm. I'm just saying. Un- unshaved <laughs> in my uh, one piece bikini. Just a fucking nest of pubes sticking out of each side. I always told myself, uh, if I ever went T, if I ever transed, I'm keeping the beard. You got a plan for it. But I'm keeping the beard. Oh, yeah. Well, that's like a, that's like a, I feel like that's like one of the types, isn't it? I don't know. Like, like the, the beard, there's like freak, bearded, bearded lady. There's like, there's ones that look like, they look insane because they have the full beard still and then like the most makeup ever on the face. <laughs> and then like, you know, I'm, look, I'm not trying to start the episode railing on trans people. I think the issue's kind of gotten tired at this point, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm drinking Bud Light, so yeah, I mean, like that'll tell you how I hey, feel Hey, respect, about it. support. Hey, and you know what? I never stopped drinking it. The only thing that sucks is that sometimes when I go to the store, because people aren't buying it, sometimes I get a skunk six-pack. But other places, it's on sale. So, I mean, my favorite beer is on sale. The right can fucking re all they want it to yeah, shit. Yeah, <laughs> as dude, long I mean, as my no, light beer is on it sale. It feels good, because I think we finally got ourselves out of like arm, like you did it long before I did, but I think I finally extracted myself from culture war discourse. Oh yeah, I think I've like pulled myself out of it finally. Like I just stopped caring. I'm happy for you. It's like games are so good right now. Yes, and like everything else is going on, and I'm like I, I don't give a shit. Well, I haven't seen a, a Tim Pool tweet hasn't crossed my feed in weeks. It's because your real life is better than the fabricated life. True. That that. You know, that the media and YouTube and these corporations try to push on you. It's like the things that you like, you just like the things you like now. You do the things you want to do. You're unapologetic about it. And uh, yeah, I think that's great. I th- and I think that's on a different level. Like when you raise your frequency, like there's two kinds of people that don't give a fuck about the culture war and it's like that bell curve meme where it's like the retard guy on the left right and then the enlightened guy with the hood on the right yes and it's that bell curve of like both people like the misinformed guy doesn't care but the enlightened one also doesn't care so it's like it's easy to mistake the two that's why i kind of like i mean i feel like i'm personally like my vibration's been super low lately i feel like i've been in a even saying that a little slump i don't know i'm just in a like energy slump that's really all it is, though. I'm just, but it's, you know. It's like tail into spring, dude. Now's the time to harness it, brother. I know. I need to get back into my, like, my neo-pagan roots. and been, It's spring, man. Spring is sprung. Yeah. We're about to fuck like bunnies. Yeah, I've been out like walking every day just because I don't like most of my exercise. I don't have to work as much as I used to because I'm getting paid much better, you know? So I don't work as often as I used to. It used to be five days a week. You know, I heard eight, you're walking now. Eight hours a day, you go like walking. A, like an Indian immigrant in I just sandals, go walking. just all day, just walking around the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm it. asking girls to show me their bobs, and, <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm just caught, I'm a nuisance. I'm out patrolling the neighborhood, and, um, and it's nice, though, because I just, 
It feels like every time I do it, I have this genuine moment where I'm just like, damn, it's so beautiful out here. And that's just walking around my... Yeah, unironically, like, gay mode. Like, not even... Not even, like... You're touching grass. I'm not even just high. I'm literally just like, wow. <laughs> outside. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're touching grass, bro. You're doing it's it. It's incredible. I'm, I feel like I forgot what that was. You're doing it. I feel like I would forgot what that was for a while. I don't know. Like, or at least, like, had... I hadn't had that feeling that... It's the it's the winter ending thing I think specifically, and the new the new growth and everything's fucking green. Yeah, I mean you've always people said are mowing their feel, grass. You feel like there's some like uh, ancient genetic artifact in us that like wants to hibernate or something, and it just like, won't let us. Yeah, yeah. and we, we're physically incapable of doing so. Well, because we of the wanted. Rockefeller work model, exactly. And yeah. they have daylight savings. They petroleum based reality is a motherfucker, <laughs> dude. They invented fucking with time just to make us work more. <laughs> like what <laughs> how what's with them stalling every year of getting rid of that and then they just never do i don't know i think it's because they they, they like there's a huge hubbub about it every time it happens we're like hey we're gonna get rid of it hey can i be honest though what you know what i think it is what? i think it's people who like baseline 10 number systems oh here we go <laughs> here we go seriously they like everything to be easy they want everything to be handed to them they want, oh i want one time like i don't want to change i don't want to move with the sun i don't want to god forbid we fucking get up a little oh earlier. you saying you don't think 144,000 is a big number that's- are you saying you don't think that's a big number sir god damn i love that that one stuck with me Anytime, anytime I think about math stuff now, what, is that a big number? One hundred forty-four thousand is a big number. Okay, you know what? See, you wouldn't even know that if you didn't listen to the end of our episodes. We're yeah, what's up with that? What's up with you, guy who only listens to like twenty minutes of our episode and then turns it off? The fuck's up with that? You you miss all the good parts. Yeah, you really do. You miss our poorly placed shout-outs that are usually at the back of the episode. <laughs> Which do we want to go ahead and get some out the way now? Of course. Yeah, why not? Uh, Who's we, on your mind? I mean, of course, always Bohemian Grove. Those guys are always on my mind. Buy Shout some, out. buy some shirts if you want to. Buy some shirts if you want to. They're really good about not being pushy. They're not like Mormons. Yes. they're always like buy shirts if you want to, but, but you do want to. If you actually, if you stare at their um, Instagram stories long enough, it's like one of those. It's like a they live thing. Like a oh, I see. When you're actually. They're, they're evil guys selling shirts, not good guys. It's a they live sissy hit now. Yeah, exactly. The shirts, it doesn't <laughs> actually say fueled by Goyslop. It says, uh, I like dick in my butt. It's, uh, it's all different sayings if you watch it long enough. Uh, if you sit there and stare at it long enough, they, they like flip. It's like putting the glasses on. I love it. They do the opposite. Whatever, the, whatever it says, it does the opposite of it. One shirt says, I love Israel. Uh, but, um, anyways, so, but yeah, Bohemian Grove, of course. Uh, as always, the Western Promises boys, and uh, you can find us on Instagram, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube. I, as soon as I get to a stable position where I'm not out of town, uh, in the coming however many days or whatever, back to the YouTube streams. Might do, might squeeze one off before I go. Gonna be streaming. Gonna rip one off. System Shock goes hard, and I would love for some people to get to see that. Great game. Fuck um, yes. A lot of fun. If you have a chance to play it, please play it. Um, you'll see why it's addicting, but, um, you got anything? You got anything? Honestly, bro. No, (laughs) I haven't done shit. I haven't done shit. Well, like I said, man, I feel like I'm down in the dumps. My frequency's down. Shit's getting to me, but, uh, 
you know, I'm happy you brought some heat today mm. and you yes. know, I'm just I'm in the I'm in the nihilistic everything is fake and gay mode and you know, I'm going to love and light my way out of it just like we always do. Well, I'm about we're, I'm about to drag you through the trenches cuz this is some dark material. God damn it. This is some dark material this This is week. program to kill. Yeah, this is chapter two. This is like my kind of stuff that I took from the chapter two of Program to Kill, which the first chapter, as we know, was about um, that Belgian guy whose name I cannot... Mark Dutrow. Dutrow. It was about Dutrow and like the institutionalized cases of like international child sex trafficking, pedophilia, CP production, you name it. Um, this was like the thing that the people were involved in uh, internationally, but... The to Washington section, um, what that does is that st- begins to highlight instances of the same kind of institutional in- integration of these groups and these bad, awful people that do these awful things within our very own government and societal structure. Yeah. Um, and so, without further ado, I give you to Washington. So... First laws and statutes against child porn were first introduced in 1978. It forbid the production and sale of child pornography. That feels kind of so late. Up at, yeah, up until then, there was no fucking laws on the books about the thing. That seems pretty like... But, hey, guys. <laughs> and also, but mind you, you know... Wait a minute. They, uh, they integrated schools before they made CP laws? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. Schools were integrated before CP uh, laws were made. So, um, and that was just the basic one, like in, um, in 19 and that still didn't have any limits on like trading it or possessing it yet. Well, it that's was, like, it was just the creation of it. Literally just today I was listening to uh, Legion of Skanks, which fuck you. If you hate me for listening to them, they're just so dumb. That's why I like them. They're like an Adam Sandler movie. Podcast. No, you like can, it's retarded out of all the, um, current comedians. It's like not funny. That's why I like it. It's, it's fart well, it's, jokes. It's good it's for its own. Jokes. It's good for its own reason, I right. guess. You know, it's it's a standalone. It's a good show. So, in typical Legion of Skanks fashion, they got on the topic of bestiality, and I found out today that Lewis's uh, whatever Lewis's current fixation is. Well, it's actually still fidget spinners. Bestiality is there's like no laws on the books in four states still. On so it's the same situation as like this is, <laughs> yeah. Like to today, you could go. I believe it was like West Virginia, some like two like midwesterns, mm, and uh, yeah. Hawaii. There's no bestiality laws in Hawaii. Oh no! Yeah, I would have thought paradise would have some laws on that. Why do you think they call it paradise, buddy? Oh no! <laughs> oh no! God, that's horrifying. Yeah, that's another deep dude. The the, the sheer. You ever looked up like the roots of the fucking furry community? No, and Oof. you know what? I, to this day, Oof. I've actually managed to stay away from like any furry video essays that explain it to you. Well, no, I've also stayed away from. Uh, even though we both grew up on the internet, I stayed away from Mr. Hands. I stayed away that from the Jar gross. Guy. I that stayed away gross. from. But yeah, Mr. Hands, the, the guy who fucking literally got railed by a horse and yeah, died because of it. there's also like uh, the one of the original furry artists who helped develop all that stuff in the 80s is also like a demented pervert. And actually, you know uh, what? There's a, a a misconception. A lot of people think Mr. Hands is is the guy's name who died. It's actually the horse. Was the it horse Mr. was Mr. Hands. Is that what they named it? The horse was remember. Mr. Hands. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I know I remember I remember Western Brown was just talking about him one episode cuz I think a documentary fairly recently came out about that whole oh, thing. Oh, like Zootopia or some shit. So, it's, it's, no, that's a that's a Disney movie, I believe. God damn it. It's <laughs> some Pixar, zoo or a Pixar movie. <laughs> no, it's Zoo something. 
It's I'm telling you, it's do something. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. it's I, mean, I don't beat off to like Judy Rabbit porn. <laughs> Officer Judy. Oh, Officer you, Judy Rabbit. Oh, you said fuck cops. Okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, but no, 1978 does seem like a mad long time to have zero CP zero laws. laws. On the the turn of the century feels like when that probably or whenever they first started doing. Yeah, turn of the century, they're doing pictures, right? Eight, well, late 1800s. I, I don't think right? it's like with any new tech. Like you really don't think. Can you? <laughs> Like, you think the guy that invented you, the camera thought about, like, 4chan? Like, no. that didn't exist. Can, can you imagine doing, like, a daguerreotype to do CP? A what? A daguerreotype with, like, the tin and then, like, the liquid, and you got the giant, boosh! Like, oh, my. And you're... And you're and the guy, All right, now hold it. You got to sit hold still it. for 30 fucking minutes before this is fucking transferred. <laughs> he's got a gun, and he's well, like, you don't you what, fucking move! That's why they never this did... This is for an important client! That's why they never did porn back then is because no one could keep a boner that long. This is for one of the Vanderbilts. You better not fucking move. <laughs> the Rothschilds want this tin type. Yeah, yeah, dude. Can you imagine? Jesus He's got the Christ. veil over his head. <laughs> <laughs> Give me little, ten minutes. Little bit to the left. Little bit to the left. Boosh. <laughs> like like imagine frazzle like a flashbang grenade going off. <laughs> frazzle drip. Hillary Clinton back then. Like, well, because we know she's a vampire, so she's been doing the shit for a thousand years. I think Hillary Clinton is a thousand year old demon. Sure. So she was definitely running around. Hillary Clinton is Jack the Ripper. She was probably definitely around back then doing some ten type CP shit. Incredible. Let's start Incredible. that rumor. Yes, that's a good one. No, that's very founded. I really want. It's very founded in fact, isn't it? <coughs> We should make aggressive, uh, weird rumors about people. We should make young adult novels like loosely based off Twilight, but like codedly, like just put Hillary it's Clinton like QAnon in there. Stuff. Like QAnon stuff, like QAnon, yes, like, like QAnon, choose your own adventure, like young children's young adult novels. It's like Twilight, but That'd be yeah, sick. like YA QAnon, yeah. with Hillary Clinton you as go the main the, antagonist. <laughs> yeah, turn to page forty-five to go We're inside Comet. We'll Pizza. be the next J.K. Rowling. <laughs> turn to page forty-five to go into Comet Ping Pong with the AR-15, uh, or can, turn to page eighty. To go to the sex dungeon with Hillary Clinton. And if it, what it would be is one of those Captain Underpants things where you like hold a page and flip back and forth really fast. And it'd be like you firing into the hard drive. <laughs> right. Just bullet. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Back and forth. It'd be beautiful. It'd be great. I love it. Um, all right. So. Oh, shit. You got the mouse. I gave yeah, you the I got the mouse, bro. Today. Possession. Oh, shit. Of, you're in charge. So possession of CP. Where's the mouse at? I can't see it. You're on the. You're on oh, the I don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. Okay. It's so, hard producing. It's crazy. Possession of CP material was legal till at least 1990 in 44 out of 50 states, despite the fact that all such materials were illegally produced or obtained. So, like, it was illegal to create them and and obtain them, you know, purchase and sale and creation, but it was still legal to just have them. It was they couldn't arrest. Things. They couldn't arrest you for just having them. That didn't like prove any kind of intent. Okay, so here's the weird thing, though, is that those laws sound eerily similar to weed decriminalization, where it's like you're allowed to have it, but in some states you're not allowed to produce or sell or like without buy a it. license or right. Something, so or what, within a certain amount, what they're doing is they're driving people to dispensaries and licensed and like yeah. you know actual like safe places that have FDA regulations. Yeah. What if one day there's like FDA regulated CP? You know, like these laws sound eerily there's similar. There's people who have argued for things like that. Right. So when you look at these laws, you can have it. You can't possess or excuse me, you can't uh, produce. 
or distribute it, but you know, you can have it. So mm-hmm. basically it's like if if we give it to you, you can have it. Alright, where is it? I gotta keep it up top. Okay. So Technology played a large role in its spread and proliferation. Polaroids allowed the images to be created free from having to have a third party or a complicit photo lab to help them. Uh, because true. that was a big thing with photos back in the day. People would get in trouble. Were Polaroids like the first Snapchat? Yeah, they were. They were. Damn. And you could burn those DMs never to be seen again. Well, you're right. I didn't even think about it. Because yeah. the shit you get developed, like somebody's going to see that. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't just photograph no, yeah, a murder. There's people who've gotten in trouble for weed and whatever else off developing photos. Like it, It'll happen. And if you just get the wrong person behind the counter who like doesn't give a shit and they see that shit, they'll tell the cops. Like That happens on a pretty regular basis. Damn. It used to. When there was photo labs were more you know, around. Yeah. Now it's just not not really a thing. Everything's like online, and you ship them off to these online places. Who I wonder if they wonder if they scan those when you send them off and just hold on to them. Well, they scan them to you and give them to you on a disc. See, that's why I don't trust those things because they scan all those photos, right? And then they they keep a record of those. Of course, so There's it's a like, record of everything. Even still, it's like to, to, you could like to get around the digital footprint thing. Taking like film photos, those are still getting uploaded to a cloud somewhere, so they're accessible and recallable. You can't win. You can't win. Anyways, so home video tech was another culprit as well as computers during the entire internet age expansion. This allowed for CP to duplicate and reach its audience. You know, it it, cre- it, it almost effectively, it turned it, 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 it was originally, I want to say CP wasn't a huge, you know, well-known thing. But then once the information age strikes and all these people can connect with each other you start getting, you know, a huge network built. Well, isn't and that, an industry built? Isn't that like something we look at with like uh okay, serial killers. And sure. and you know, you could even say for rapists, like back in the day without the internet with these CP guys, it's like they had to res- they they basically like just had to abuse their victims and like get their rocks off like don't tell your uncle, don't tell your dad, whatever, that kind right. of thing. But like with the proliferation of the information age, they can get that information just on a screen, like synthetically, and they can they can kind of get that fix. Yeah. You know, it's the same thing of, of, you know, how like the information age and surveillance has completely changed the landscape of, you know, serial killing. And, you yeah, know, it maybe now it almost it's like, made it non-existent. It's like abusers. Now it's like it, back in the day, they would have had to resort to actually abusing a kid you know, doing the worst possible things to them to get their rocks off. Yeah. Their sick fucking rocks off. And but it, now it can come across it made it more accessible. Like yeah, it made it more accessible, especially for the people who would like consider themselves like non-offending or something where they can just access those images and they don't have to physically go predate on someone. You, know? you know, dude, the weirdest fucking thing, there's actually an argument for having child fucking like real dolls. Because I remember, they say it's like, oh, well, yeah. we can just do this and like be non-offending. And it's like, and, shut and, the fuck up. And there's stuff later in this chapter. There's stuff that later in this chapter that shows that like as far back as like the late 80s, early 90s, there was a huge institutional push to try and normalize this kind of stuff. Um, when? Like in the 80s and 90s to try and normalize it. There's groups that uh, there's studies, studies that were cited. Uh, they were citing, it, they were guess. citing laws in the Netherlands. I think that lowered the age of consent to 12. I bet it said, was part of the hippie. Movement, there's a wasn't quote it? that even says children are like the last sexual frontier. God damn. What the? F- yeah. What are, what are we even talking about here? What are yeah. we even talking about here? Yeah. We'll get to that. Don't you worry. We'll get to that. But, um, was it? I bet it was the hippies behind all that too. And the I, CIA. And- it, it's something like that, dude. Who knows? I it's it's um it's like it was like universally 
university published like papers and books and shit. It always comes from academia, bro. It always does. And Interesting. I wish I, wish I Interesting, had. Interesting, isn't it? And it sucks like when you try to talk to people and they're like, well, experts say and professors did this study and this and that. I'm like, Experts Dude, have an agenda. Professors have an agenda. People yes. have agendas. Just Dude, because you have just this because, little bad. Just because you can sit there and go, I scienced it doesn't mean they're like not biased in some way. You will never get like a fully unbiased scientist anymore, especially nowadays with the way academia works. You're not going to get an unbiased scientist. I wish I had that clip. They can like, claim partiality. Times. They can claim partiality, but it's just simply yeah. not the case. You know that clip from uh, Joe Rogan where he had those two guys on and they talked about how they basically infiltrated academia with bunk papers? Right. I wish I just had that just clip on speed, <laughs> like on off. floppy disks. Fire no, off. actually, I'm going to put that that clip on USB drives and hand it out this Halloween to kids and be like, hey, don't listen to your teachers. Yeah, they're you know all liars. the memes, all the memes about like your kid well, opening up a fucking I don't, Kit Kat yeah. and it has a USB yeah, has of a like USB four drive. hours of your Psytrance yeah. demo. <laughs> it's gonna be that, but you know, but with that, just that clip, just that. Clip yeah, well, of I don't, don't want to say I don't want to say that every teacher is bad faith and like, but I do. I, I understand what you're saying. I think most. I don't want to poison the well too hard here, you know. But most I like, good teachers get out. I got out of it. I know people get out who have it. gotten out of it. A lot of people kind of wake they realize up how fucked it is well they realize that like they're not valued obviously society doesn't pay teachers enough yeah um, you know they realize they're not willing to either when you do the cost benefit analysis of like your life basically you're handing over your life to the state to teach a bunch of kids who don't give a fuck about you and neither do their parents yeah they only care about results and i mean i got burnt out yeah give me sat score is what it is. And give me, you know, give me good SAT. I, I don't blame anybody. I think teaching is a noble profession. I think anyone who sticks with it is like, hey, good on you. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, you're fucking it's Sisyphus. Nah, fucking. You're doing worth some it. Sisyphus shit. It, in these days, you know, I think it probably was. Back no, at like one the, time it was, there was a probably real, like, there was something really too. I think, I think the teachers I had that were old when I was in high school still were like the last of like the people who used to give a shit. Yeah. They got burned out there, but they like, had moments where they shine through and felt like you actually learned something and what's crazy though is that i feel like this decline in education american culture just american exceptionalism it's a a universal decay but all of it is like i would say directly correlated to the information age and rise of technology sure yeah yeah like since the 90s and computers and shit we've gotten dumber more pacified more controlled MK Ultra because the internet dude we talk all the time because of the internet they're they are like doing mass MK Ultra Operation Mockingbird shit on us and, constantly. And I think in the 80s and 90s there was a time of promise where it seemed like this information age would really it was going to be enlightenment. It was going to be enli- yeah, it was going to be yeah. like the second enlightenment. And I think it was poised to be that and I think everything changed after 9/11. Well, it was a lot of things were, you know, definitely fishy leading up to that. But you're exactly right in that. That Patriot was the downward Act. turn, though. Patriot dude. Act is where they basically weaponized. That's a the pinnacle internet. moment. They weaponized yeah. surveillance. Yeah, on their own people. Well, and it, well, surveillance was weaponized from the start. They just finally flipped the switch on it. Because it started off as a military project in general, like any kind of like surveillance. Surveillance Valley is required reading, you know, for everybody except for you, of course. But uh, it's a great book. I can't read. Yeah, exactly. It's like I'm going to listen to you. I can can hand it to him and he just look at it. He won't do anything. But uh, 
So, but it's like the monkey from 2001 with a bone, <laughs> just, just like hitting it. Yeah. <laughs> what does this do? It get, you, get you North Sentinel Island me with a spear because I try to give you a book. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, but Surveillance Valley is a fantastic book that details like how essentially like the entirety of the internet structure was like built as like a defense research project, and it's highly monitorable. It's always been that way. It was that was its intention. Blah blah blah. Like. It was never meant to be like this, like uh, this zone to allow human enlightenment. You know, it's, yeah. it was meant to be corralled and cornered. And of course. Kept an eye on, you know, kept the finger pulling the pulse. Uh, which is why you just need to fucking fucking grow your own food and just chill. Yeah, you just gotta have a good time. Get out of the have sun. A good time. Touch some grass. Touch some grass, baby. Touch grass more than you touch the internet. And you, know, you can find a healthy balance, I think. Um, but so... Let's see, where was I? So, yeah, we were talking about home video, allowed to duplicate CP and reach its audience. So in 1990, the LA, LA Times noted that the FBI had launched 1,125 CP inquiries that year, twice as many as the year before. That's a that's a double increase in From what they were doing the, the year next. before. Yeah. That's crazy. So you're looking at the part of the bell curve where, again, we're heading in. This is from the year 1989 to 1990 and you're seeing and the doubles. bell curve just go like straight whoo- up yeah straight up at that point point. and because ever of, since then it's been that epidemic it's yeah it's been going up it, it doesn't stop it doesn't ever go back to yeah exactly and like even when it's a genie being let out things of the like the situation at the border there's a ton of sexual exploitation and that kind of stuff going on there like it, it's it's a this is a global industry dude this is not just like some small thing um so there's an interesting court case um with the prosecution of CP. So the Ninth Circuit Court, which is historically known as issuing some of the most batshit rulings in history uh, on things. Like, they, they, the circuit... Didn't they do there's Roe a v. Reason, Wade? Did Ninth there's Circuit a reason Court they, do Roe v. Wade? I don't remember. I no, I think that might have been the fifth. Okay. But Ninth is, like, famous for, like, okaying really egregious shit. Damn. Typically uh, stuff that, like... Not to, like, de- delve into politics, but typically stuff that lefties would cheer on. You know? Or like your average, you know, basic bitch Democrat would cheer on and say it was a good thing. Um, they're the ones who like always smacked Trump down when he filed whatever, you know. Sure. It was always the Ninth Circuit. It's a very, it's a historically like very liberal progressive court. Oh yeah, uh, I feel like I've heard on NPR a Ninth Circuit judge. Oh, you it's anytime, always NPR anytime there's some crazy court ruling, it's usually the Ninth Circuit that you're that's newsworthy. Um, so they issued a ruling in 1999 that the government cannot prohibit computer generated. Uh, cannot prohibit computer-generated images, sexual images that only appear to be children. Wait I call second. this what? I call this the lolly defense. Um, but what yeah, it is, that's like that's lolly chan shit, right? It, well, it's they're saying they're saying it because of digital. The the explanation is that the way digital imaging works now. This is in 1999, mind you. They were like, computer editing and digital editing has gotten so good that you could not tell if you had an actual real image in front of you if it was edited. In 1999, they, they were, were arguing. They were arguing that in 1999. Yes, and then we look back on like PS1 games, bro. <laughs> like, bro, this was egregious. Like, Laura and they Croft knew what titties. they were doing. Of course, they knew um, what they were doing. You look at Laura Croft titties on PS1 and tell me this law makes sense. Yeah, like, what came out in 1999? I mean, when did uh, when did like? <laughs> I feel like if you held up a picture of a naked child from a video game and an actual picture of a naked child, I'd be able to tell which one was the real one. But I don't want to see digital it. editing. I mean, I don't want to see it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just simply saying. Okay. You could tell. If, Godzilla. Okay. Matthew Broderick Godzilla came out in the year 2000. Exactly. Fake as fuck. 
Yeah. You and watch that, was, that and you're not fooling anybody. That was the top of the line computers at the time. For that that was the best of the best. That was the best kind of digital I imaging you could possibly do. I had a Godzilla backpack and it had like a silicone Godzilla head that like shot out the back. That's sick. I thought that was a cool. That's fucking tight. I was dinosaur brain. That was dude. tight. Yeah, I was me a too. dinosaur brain. Dinosaur brain kid. Yeah. Dinosaur, real, Straight up. Dinosaur brain in walls, dude. Yo, dap it up. <laughs> real, real dinosaur brain <laughs> in walls, dude. <laughs> Woo, yo, that was a pop for the dinos right there. Yo, pour one out for the Mesozoic. This is what I'm saying. (laughs) 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 But, um, so this whole case barred prosecutors from bringing virtual child porn cases, which virtual child porn means anything that's been like edited. Like they could have like, they could have like Xeroxes. And that would be considered virtual. And it would be considered virtual because wait, because like, it's a replication. Because it's been yeah, it's a digital image. It's become a oh, digital image. Oh, dude, that's, that's how egregious this loop. loophole was. This, that's how egregious the loophole was. And this was our own government that ruled that like this should be okay in order to keep them from preventing or prosecuting cases too hard. Uh, so it barred them from bringing child porn cases in California and eight other Western states. So it was only specific states. It wasn't nationwide. It was just the Ninth Circuit. Um, initially, like the courts in the Ninth Circuit. So critics note the graphics tech is so good, it's hard to tell if an image has been altered, which allows for the argument that any such image may appear to be a child, allowing for a good defense attorney to argue that any kind of digitally produced child porn is legal because it does not represent or cannot be proven if it's a real child, essentially destroying the credibility of any case to be brought forth. Can we just think about now the implications of that with like AI and oh. that, because how many posts do you see? How many? Oh, Hold my on. God. How many posts do you see that are like, these people don't even exist? Well, and it's like uh, some face amalgamation of shit. I'm sure before even AI went mainstream, there was probably dark dark web AI that you can just churn out CP pictures on. Because you saw how good some of those ones they do of like just women in general now. I've seen tons of photos. Like There's photos of AOC that are not her, but they look very close to her. And it's just a really well yeah, done. Yeah, I've seen pictures of horses, too. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Give it an apple. But, uh... <coughs> <coughs> oh, shit. Shmee break. Shmee break. Shmee break. Oh. That but, is pretty egregious, though, that they they basically say once you take a photograph and pass it through some sort of digital... Anything. Any kind of thing that Once you pass it through it some anyway. sort of an interface, it ceases to be what it is. It, <coughs> it ceases to be illegal because you cannot... Prove that it is actually a photo of a child. So you could literally basically Xerox. saying if it's not a Polaroid or yeah. like a Kodak of just straight up. God, of a child, I hate that. Isn't that disgusting? That's so skeezy. Yeah. I hate that. It, I it hate makes it. you wonder what would drive a judge to do something but, like that. But I mean, oh, this is a hard part too, and this is actually like the hardest thing about like being a libertarian is like CP and shit is one of those things where I'm like, hell yeah, government. Hell yeah. Yeah, go ahead and, knock, you know what I'm go saying? Ahead and like, knock that out for us all. Because I'm not really like, obviously we talk a lot on the show about state overreach, but this is one of those things that I think everyone universally is like, no, you can go ahead, handle this problem. Like, nobody's going to be mad at you for, like, no one's mad at the government for filling potholes. You know what I mean? No one gets mad at the government for, you know, yeah, it, for doing like, the things they're like, supposed to do. Typically, our critiques do not involve the things that they do that make it that we feel like function properly. I think that's most people. Exactly right. So, I mean, even being a libertarian, anarchist, and cap, and 
com, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah, them. Yeah, well, those guys, they want you to die on that sword for sure. But no, yeah. it's like, no, I'm not, I'm not saying just because I'm a libertarian, I'm saying people should be able to like abuse kids. Like, Absolutely obviously, not. you need to eat lead. If well, you I think that. half of the, isn't half of the libertarian thing like not harming other people? And it seems like that causes like a significant amount of harm. You know, not like, Right. Baseline of what what do they call that? The I think there's a good gauge of like I think there's like a ga- good gauge of like moral, moral responsibility that exists um, and things that are like if your reaction to it is that you're like disgusted by it and it's repugnant within reason. I think it's OK to advocate for it. Well, like, if you're a good person, you know, you yeah, know like if the, you're any normal, well adjusted. Yeah, person. exactly. There's well, a certain level of moral repugnancy that you're supposed to experience <laughs> and be like, oh, that's horrifying. There's something about, and and this doesn't even need to be said, but, like, there's something about just, like, the inherent innocence of children that we all kind of just understand as a society that, like, when we all just, like, you don't even need to fucking say it. It's, like, when you abuse kids, like, on a visceral level, it's, like inhuman it's yeah, inhumane it's like purse. you're you're fucking up like the future generation a future whatever it's like people who get There's, abused as kids they become the fucking drug addicts you watch always. on soft white underbelly the crossover of child abuse and other crimes and drug addicts and whatever else it's almost is all enormous. of them become, and, almost all of yes. them yeah it's, it's well and no, actually you know what? i don't want to say that because there are a lot of strong a people. good portion of them do though and even my mother like i've i've been open she's been open with me like she went through a lot as a kid and she has achieved a lot despite that and doesn't live a life of crime and addiction. Yeah. But, you know, I think there's there's outliers to every situation. Always. There's always outliers. There's yeah. always outliers. Yeah. That doesn't need to be said. Um, but, yeah, there's there's just something visceral about what that is that, like, yeah, there's no way that any government can can justify, like, any of it. No. Xerox no, no, or no, not. No, no, no. But, um... Back to this. Uh, the United States is the largest market for child porn in the world. By the 1990s, Great. it was already a $3 billion business. According to law enforcement, over 22 million copies of child porn were sold or rented in the U.S. in 1991. Rented? Hold on, wait. You could go to stores and just get this shit? I, I would assume rented would mean... Uh, rented is not from a reputable place, I don't believe. Sure. I mean, um, I would imagine. 1999, we're talking... We're talking at the time an industry bigger than Disney. Uh, a funny note about the Disney thing is that these films are often internationally trafficked, disguised in Disney cassette boxes. Imagine that. So you think a bunch of Little Mermaids are coming across, but it's the worst thing you could possibly. Well, yeah. Why are they imagine? gonna cut that open and look? Like, what's the point of cutting it open and looking? Jesus you know? Christ! And maybe they know what's being shipped at the time. Who knows? You know. Um, so the first beneficiary of the earlier Ninth Circuit loophole we talked about was one Patrick J. Naughton. Funny bit about him was he was a Walt Disney executive who ran one of the companies targeted towards children websites. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. I hate the Antichrist. I hate <laughs> he, was the Antichrist. A, he was arrested and tried on CP charges, and he was convicted one day before the Ninth Circuit ruling, the very ruling we talked about, and released almost immediately after the ruling on $100,000 bail. Despite possessing actual images of children, he was released until the impact of the court's ruling could be sorted out by our Justice Department. Dude, Disney needs to fuck Jesus. Dude, Disney, Disney needs Jesus. Disney needs Je- That's all I'm going to say. Disney needs Jesus. <coughs> they, um, they have been in control 
of so much media for so long. They've taken over. Don't they own Comcast now or some shit? Like they're they All are. The, well, see, that's like that's just the slow merging of the past like however many years we did. Every company is going to merge into one at some point through acquisitions. Like, there's some diagram that gets passed. You can pay Reddit. off anybody. <laughs> like you can be like, a, here's a here, when you have all the money, you can literally go to a company and go foo and just throw it in their face. Yeah, all the execs walk off. That's yours now. But what's crazy is like. When do like antitrust laws and anti-monopoly laws come in? They got the they got the they've got everybody at the top in their pocket. So no one's ever gonna. No be one's like, gonna break this up until. No like, one's gonna say you're too big for your britches. You know, as goofy as it is, it's like it's going to be some. I feel like the future is going to be some kind of corporatist kind of like one of these companies is finally gonna get enough power and have like a private army around it. Where people are like, "What the fuck?" To take over and not the, have. To I bet like, it's gonna be Elon Musk. I bet Elon Musk is going to do the first. He tried to do a factory town. Yeah, no, didn't well, he? He tried to do a factory company town. towns. Yeah, well, yeah. that that's coming back. That's going to make that's going to be a comeback soon. It probably will be. Well, but what are it's the Foxconn? What are the Foxconn factories? Hold on, think about it. That's though. just communist company town. But it's also going to fit into the World Economic Forum agenda. It's going to fit into oh, everything is going to do that. Yeah. So the fifteen minute cities, all that shit. You're going to walk fifteen minutes to work. Yeah. You're going to walk yeah. fifteen minutes to your. Your company job, whatever, whatever be, neighborhood yeah. you in, it's you're you live in. It's going to be like everybody from high school. Like you get like assigned, like in Asia, you get like assigned a job. It's, you have it's like, like six, Starship Troopers, six giant conglomerates you can work maybe. for. Yeah, yeah. You'll either be like they'll be like military, factory, whatever. It, it'll be very utilitarian. I, I can't see, but like, that's probably like a hundred years from now. Like I don't think that's no. I don't, I don't think that's, that's going to be an like inner lifetime years. thing. Yeah, because the problem with that inner lifetime is there's going to be such a struggle against it. If you look at how like goofy culture wars out are yeah. now over every little thing, the second they try to do some stuff like that, it is not. It is going to become the talking point, and it will be hammered and hammered and hammered and hammered until like well and people will be alarmists like that they'll make you think that these changes are don't get me wrong they want central bank digital currency they want that like in the next like five to ten years for sure that's already being tested but you're not gonna see like the giver style dystopia for like 200 years that That needs generations it it takes a long time to get there yeah and so granted you can in this lifetime you can be an alex jones warrior and you can you can fight the good fight in this lifetime and know that like the seeds that you're planting you're you're singing a story of a time far ahead one of my favorite quotes you're sounding the alarm on a time far ahead exactly right and i wish i know who said this quote but they said something about like teaching the younger generation or whatever is like planting a seed of a tree that will provide shade you know you'll never sit in yes and i think that's a really good thing so well, in in like the creeping nature of everything, it's like all this stuff happens slowly, and none of it happens fast. It's it's slowly incremental chipping, and it has to be generational because something that David Ike talked about was starting with the Afghanistan war again, going back to like you mentioned two thousand one, going back to nine eleven when they passed the Patriot Act. One of the things they started were these forever wars, kind of like Vietnam. Vietnam was the model. And then they and fucked they, around. They practiced it and perfected it. There. Yes. And then boom, Phoenix program, baby. 2001, we got there. And so David Icke even talks about how you're going to have kids, a.k.a. millennials, us, who have grown up knowing nothing but war. And that war is normal. 
And like, again, that's why they think they can just go into and give money to Ukraine. That's why they think they can just go into all these places, Libya, Syria. They think they can just go into all these places because like, oh, well, war is normal to most people for well, like our age. You see the Taliban who took over Afghanistan? Yeah. Did an incursion in Iran the other day? No shit. Yeah. Now suddenly, and everyone was tweeting shit like, oh, that was the whole reason we went over there. It was because like we, we basically somehow we left all that gear. And they have the means and ends to now like challenge, which is I think a sect of Islam that's different from theirs, challenge Iran, which is convenient that the guys we spent years ass pounding their country into fucking say, well, they fucked us up pretty bad too. But nonetheless, we spent years occupying it, have now are now fighting proxy battles for us unwittingly against Iran. Jesus. Because we still want to take out Iran. That's still like a goal. I don't know when they're going to figure out how to launch that. I don't think they can figure out how to do that. Or that would have happened years ago. They haven't figured out a, a justification or a smart way to do that. They will. They will, surely. Uh, I mean, there's all that. Oh, Israel's always like that red line in the sand shit. Like, right, oh, you, right. you they get this much uranium. We'll just fucking fuck them up. You know, and that that's a lot of bluster. It's never happened, though. But they accuse them. I, I forget what that. There's a message on twitter from one of the taliban like pr guys and he like said some shit they have a pr guy oh no they, they like they got very <laughs> official for a while there did you not see the article that they were like bummed out because they had to do like office work now and i shit? know yes you know like because yeah. they're just like we used to just ride around in technicals with the boys and now like what the fuck are we doing now they gotta play the game so now they if like they wanna, now they're going they after i they, they gotta some, play the game they gotta they just want to mount up again i think is what it is yeah but they just happen to be pointing themselves at our opposition despite getting like they want a turkey shit call. on by us for 20 years <laughs> like it's crazy isn't they it? want a turkey call with yeah, the boys it's again. crazy man it's yeah. crazy. let's go let's do this shit one more time damn things were funner when you guys were here you know <laughs> I really honestly think they feel that way. Like they, that's a country that's since the late eighties has been at war, except for like a small spell, mm. you know? Yeah. And also, uh, I don't know if you're hearing any commotion upstairs, but if you are, we are, <laughs> we are puppy sitting it's a puppy. It's an, it's a nine week old yellow lab puppy playing with Lewis. So if you get mad, there fuck you, some you thund- hate animals. You're a piece of shit. Nah. Fuck you. We love you guys. Um, so <laughs> the Walt, did, I got to sh- see your vinegar. I'm honey. Taking care of it. It's just because my vibration's down right now, bro. I told you that. I already know that. I've been having some bad days. It's okay. We all have bad days. Even the shaman can have bad days. I've had a lot of them. Um, okay. So this guy was arrested and charged. Okay. We talked about that. So the ruling was set up to be heard again. This is the same ruling we're talking about here. Back to the program to kill thing. This uh, and it was set up to be heard again in 2001 by the Supreme Court. In 2002, they upheld the ninth ruling, extending the ban of prosecution on virtual child pornography to all 50 states. So the Supreme Court was like, yeah, we're fine with this. So two years later, they like our affirmed. governmental judicial branch, our specific judicial branch said, hey, we think this is a good idea that they made. Maybe because we're compromised or something, you know, couldn't be me. Here's my thing. Couldn't be. Here's my thing. If Epstein had all these people visiting him, he had all these people fucking compromised. We know that CIA, Mossad, whoever runs compromised operations like this, it's on the books. They do things like this. Oh, yeah. They have people and fixers and weirdos and freaks and people like Epstein who 
do these nasty things outside of the periphery that they benefit from. Mm-hmm. Blackmailing politicians, getting them in their back pocket. If we know they do shit like this, it's very funny that the judicial system essentially ruled in all these people's favor. It's not, I mean, it's funny, but it's not, it's, it's not crazy, I guess is the way I'd put it, you know? It's not crazy that they would, because I guarantee you some of those people who ruled on that shit probably have some compromising videos of them somewhere. Or are at least getting kickbacks from somebody who is. Or it's something. Is, like, uh, there's, 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 there's a reason. The because wheels I feel get like, I feel like yeah. if I was confronted with this situation, the average person's morality would say something. The person who's not compromised would be like, oh, yeah, no, we should definitely not do this. Because any instances of child porn should be like investigated and taken care of. And not just like, oh, well, this isn't. This is virtual. This one's vir- you can deem it, and mind you, the ruling for making it seem virtual is very loose. And you could say, no, that's like virtual trial. That's this been is edited. Just making me think about just like weird anime nerds, why? Who like use like the anime? Like I don't know. Like you said, isn't like loli a thing? Isn't that like like anime? Well, like, yeah, that's why I call it the lolly defense. The idea that it's like it's digital, so it's not like depraved or weird in any way, and it's not something that. Well, it absolutely okay. is because okay, and you know we no, made it's depraved. It's depraved and weird, but you the pro- the thing with Lolly is you cannot prosecute people because they can call it art. But also, it's is like, that still a thing? Yeah, yeah. Lolly, I mean, well, what the f- okay, no, okay, okay, I feel like okay, okay, okay. So Lolly cons are people who like really enjoy like specifically like child anime characters, not nude necessarily. There are ones that do, and I I still that's still I still consider that CP in a way. Because you're like you're you're horny for it, like Jesus Christ. But generally, I think lolicons aren't into like n- naked kids. They, I don't know because I've never even it's, like wanted it's, to it, go. There's down like that a whole. Hole, but I I only know about it through just it, osmosis. You know, it's sure, just sure. There. I know you're. It's out there. You know, yeah. it's out there, and it's like a, it's arguments that come up all the time, like on Twitter and wherever else. And uh, there's people who are into that stuff, and they're just into the kid characters, but they're not. It's not a sexual thing. But then there's people who are very much. It's a very much a sexual thing, and that that's where the line. That's where the line. You know, that's there's a there, there's a very blurry line there. And I I'm personally more on the side of that's bad. <laughs> Do not. That's gross. You're weird. Yeah. No. Because because I was about to say we we but made a joke. Last you cannot time. like take someone to jail over like. Having drawn anime naked girl characters, right? I mean, I I mean, I guess. But if they had a photo of a kid, that's where it changes. I mean, I understand, but still, like you know, it's it's the same with the flashlight or the the real doll shit, where it's like you're gonna try to have some analog. That's so that's the whole thing. It's like finding some analog of like, yeah, and they're trying to replace uh, the, the the desires there, but they're trying to direct it at something else. So I guess I mean again, like I don't know what the fuck do you do? I mean, I hate this. I, I hate can't this. tell people. I'm not going to tell. Okay, here's where I draw my line because I'm like pretty much a free speech absolute. I'm not going to tell people they're not allowed to draw things. Uh, I'm not going to tell people like, you know, if it's not already legal, if it's not something that's already illegal. Uh, but like, here's they, they the thing. Can't okay, look hold on. At hold on. If you, know you if like, if it's kid, already illegal, you can't look at it. If, if it's not already school, legal, I don't care. If a kid at school. 
That's my like libertarian d- death stance, I guess, you know. But if a kid at school like draws a comic of him like pulling a gun out and like he illustrates him like shooting all of his classmates and like naming them and like if he like illustrated some comic book fantasy you... and it could be it could be some fantasy God. of him being like I'm tro- going through. We're doing sc- trolley problem stuff right now. This is trolley. God problem. damn it! But I don't like those. I know. I hate this too because because on one hand you're is like it, you yeah. have to make. I think I don't like it because you have to make a hard stance somewhere. You know, like <coughs> well, that's a hard well, part no, about being a principle driven person. Yeah, 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 it's it's. I mean, like I just at the end of the day, I'm a free speech absolutist. So if it falls under free speech and it's not something prosecutable, I don't care what you do. That's where I have to like lie, but like I'm like you're you're when it comes to free speech, your behavior is reprehensible and and gross, and I don't approve of it. But I am not going to tell you you can't do it. All right, but you and I also already talk about the idea that like there is some speech, like we don't have free speech in America. You can't make like legitimate threats on people. Yeah, yeah, but but again, that's like legit legitimate threats are not defined under free speech. You know they 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 those that's not free speech. I know there's a lot of speech. Okay, so then. The idea that like this free, kid, this yeah. kid could have the free speech to draw a comic of like I would never murder my classmates. I'm just drawing a comic. It could be, but his it's like outlet. he's it's like him holding a gun to like very obviously one of his classmates. He's like, oh, and never like kill names him. them and yeah, like shit. I wouldn't and, like, kill Connor. And but he's it's very clearly a drawing of him saying he's going he's planning to come and kill Connor on Tuesday. Right, and it's this whole thing. And it, so, see, it has to be very specific. Why I don't. I don't so, know. I, I don't know. I guess for it to be an, an imminent threat, you're right. Yeah. It just still seems that so kid is still going to be. Someone's going to talk to that person. Here's here's you're not going to get out of that without though, getting detained. Is, is that like the idea that like someone would even make a virtual image of something like that to begin with? Is that it doesn't need to be specific. It's that to me. If again, if let's take the map argument, if they are minor attractive people, if they're born that way and you can't fix them, well, then I'm sorry. You're just off your fucking rocker and you need a redo. You need to fucking get back on the wheel of Samsara, baby. You need to fucking hop off this carousel <laughs> yeah, and fucking yeah. put the quarterback I, you know, in and hop you know, back see, on. I, can't, I, I, I used to take the edgy stance of like, oh, face the wall. But hold but, on. Here's what I'm saying, though, is that when you draw something like that. Again, yeah. we're taking the map approach of you're born that way. You can't help it. And I don't so know. It's claim. just that whole it's that whole like non-offender idea of like, oh, I'm just buying a child sex doll to and, fuck and to, and the, so I don't actually fuck a child. But it's like in the repugnant. How does disgusting. that even make sense? No, how it do, does, it it's doesn't, like you're just because you're just it's enabling. It's a, and it's someone who you're enabling the behavior. You're enabling whatever that, fucked up thing is going on. And there also could be like a ticking time bomb. But the problem is. The problem with the nature of our laws, it's not the problem. It's the it's the just the nature of our laws because I don't see it as a problem because that's the way things work. We don't do predictive policing for sure, and uh, I think know, that's dystopian. Yeah, I think I, we don't dystopian. do predictive policing, but the pro- the unfortunate reality. There we go. That's the phrase I want. The unfortunate reality of how our laws work is you cannot do something to someone till they commit the crime. For sure. So if someone is showing all the warning signs of doing something terrible. The problem is they will probably do something terrible. So then at some I guess point. the idea but that you cannot stop them. From CP is, uh, I guess, punishable is because it's proof of a crime. Of, of it's, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Every picture, and that's I put that in here because it's a quote from a lady, and she says every picture of child abuse on the internet is a crime scene. 
hundred percent. You know, and it is true. And and these are crimes that happen, but this chapter details that institutionally, it seems like the institutions do not take these incidences very seriously at all. But, um, so overnight they created a blanket immunity for a network of child pornographers rapidly expanding in the country. Where's that mouse? I can't find the mouse. Is it? You're right there. Oh yeah, there it is. I lose it on that white screen. So people noted it as a surprise. Like we were just discussing like that, like that struggle session we just had. People noted it was a surprisingly strong defense of free speech, and the decision handed down by the court does not answer the concern, which the concern was there. So they're just leaving it open. Pretty much. They're making it so like a lot of people who probably did very bad things got off for these things. I mean, look at the Disney guy. He got let out on bail. I mean, that's crazy. Not to mention that's probably like a favor because Disney is such a huge entity. They're very politically involved. There's no way they aren't. They're huge. I mean, it They've blows been huge my since mind. the 40s. It blows my mind how many times I hear stories of like, yeah, this guy went to fucking jail for like double murder and like all this other shit and a rape and all this stuff. And like he got out after 30 years. And it's like, that's all he had to do. Yeah, that's but, all he had to and do. Again, and, like, but see, what? And again, that also depends on like the judge and what he's if he's going to pin you to the wall. It's crazy. Or not. So the same thing. So like these people are getting away with like distributing like mass amounts and participating in like what amounts to like cartels and rings of this shit. Like they said, at one, it's point, highly organized groups. Yeah, it's highly, highly organized, organized groups. groups. And so like they're getting away and they're being let out on bail. <laughs> they're being let out on all this random shit. And they're, these officials are turning a blind eye. <coughs> so you got to ask yourself why. Yeah. And so child abuse, uh, the, the message here is child abuse is a sidecar to child pornography. No two ways about it. And in order to make the CP, the child must be abused. So, uh, yeah, that's the quote. Every image of a child abuse on the Internet is a crime scene. Anne Houston, director of Childline Scotland. The overlap of so this section is the overlap of CP and missing children. There are claims there are as many as 200,000 kids who go missing a year. That's I think that's in America. Uh, others state these numbers are inflated severely and there is no problem. I would... That's almost a quarter million. It's probably about a quarter million now, if not more. If not more. This this is like stuff from the 90s, too. Yeah. A lot of this data cited is from the 90s. What gets me is that... And, and this might even be in this chapter. It might be later in the book. Or it might not even be in the book, but... You need to think about children who are sold into child trafficking. Never and never like are normal. But who don't have like birth certificates, don't oh, have yeah. they're like undocumented. That's why I meant like exist. the finders. Like, like yeah, the finders. Yeah. yeah. And like you could literally have kids born into these things. Like I've lit- I've seen a oh, fucking dude. Dude, I've seen a. Um, they're definitely doing that. There's no way yeah, they're, they're not. They're like breed. I saw. What There's was it? no uh, way they're not. I'm trying to think. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. There's a Criminal Minds episode where yeah. this guy like took a bunch of chicks and was keeping them chained up yeah, and well, was like having well, babies. What Epstein was doing. He wanted to like. He wanted to create like a thing where he was just spawning kids. But that was the thing is That's that you keep creating about, kids, right? and so like they're off the record. No they, birth certificate. No birth certificate. Not a person. Not a person. They're not a person. They're not just person. your thing. It's just a, your yeah, thing. Yeah, it becomes another object. It's like a pet to these without fucks. Without our government names and all of our <sighs> social security and stuff, we're just, we're nothing. With all these sick... You know, and that's... Which is almost I, more insulting. I'm I'm honestly kind of glad the IMF has a fucking bond in my name. Now yeah. I'm kind of glad my I'm birth certificate a, I'm exists. I'm somebody. Because they can't disappear me. Yeah, they can't disappear People me. People love me. They can't disappear they'll, me. They'll at you least look for my body me. for a couple days for 48 hours or something they'll try for a little bit before they give up 
So getting back to this, uh, no one knows for sure because the FBI doesn't actually keep track. As recently as 2002, citing a lack of knowledge of the prevalence of the crime, the crime is not included in the federal government's uniform crime report. One could assume the FBI may not want to know exactly how many kids go missing. Oh, they wouldn't want to know that? Yeah, they wouldn't. They, it seems like they don't keep a database on it very well. Again, this was back in the 90s and 2000s. They might have, they might have stepped it up now. So a note in this situation is between 1963 and 1998, reported cases of child abuse rose from 150,000 to 2 million per year, an increase of 1,300%. Jesus, fuck. That's insane. Talk about a bell curve. You could argue it may be the most prevalent crime in America, uh, a defining factor in so much of the other crime in our culture. Over 90% of the teenage prison population are victims of child abuse, like juveniles imprisoned. Oh, wow. Yep. Like troubled youth. Yep, troubled youth. Exactly. And, and, that's so, a, and I feel like that's a wonderful phrase they developed, isn't it? Troubled youth. Troubled youth. It explains away everything. Oh, they're troubled it? youth. It's just it's troubled like, youth. No, like their stepdad oh, they is ran away. fucking them. Oh, they ran away. The oh, they were being abused and maybe like photos of them were being sold. And then they ran away and they disappeared forever. And they were just a troubled youth. You know Never to be funny? seen again, but really they like been, been abducted in the finders or whatever. You know, they, yeah. they could be anywhere. And, and they could be down on the little St. James. It's actually not funny. What I meant to say is that what's what's crazy is that I saw a, a like little TikTok interview of like some old woman one time who was like, yeah, I remember back in like the 70s and 80s where like all our friends dads would like drive us home. Oh, my God. It's like we were 14, uh, 15. Our friends dads would drive us home. They'd buy us some beer. They do this. And it's like to dude. us. And they were like. And the thing is, we talk about people being victims, right? We talk about people being victims of MK Ultra, Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. Well, the same thing is true of like culture and cultural norms. And these women were very much victims of the idea that like, oh, I'm getting attention from an older man. That's a good thing. Because yeah. at the time in culture, you know, this woman, at least according to this woman's testament, she was like, hey. This is what we went through at the time. It's like, oh, yeah, all our friends' dads kind of like kiss us when no one was looking, kind of like grabbed our ass and all this shit like that. And she's like looking back on it like it was abuse, like it was molestation. It was abuse. It was all this stuff. Assault, sexual assault, unwanted sexual advances. And so we kind of grow as a society. And, and it's I don't think it's weird to see. What what I think is that like all that stuff like we mentioned like just kind of went online like all that stuff it started hiding in the shadows like you know you you started realizing you couldn't get away with it out in the open anymore so it had to go into the shadows be distributed online be distributed in black alleys but yet still so prevalent but still bigger than Disney at the time yeah it's a huge industry. Fuck. That's crazy to think about. Three billion is a lot of fucking money, especially like in the nineties, dude. That's a lot. A lot of fucking money. So, um, especially in the nineties. Especially in the nineties. <laughs> I'm gonna start just saying that after everything. <laughs> just especially in the nineties. Um. So, last tidbit about uh the teenage prison population, child abuse. Um. In March 2001, Bush, I believe that was Bush Jr., made cuts to a program that in- prevented child abuse by 18. percent So. They cut from a program that was like involved in like helping get these kids to better places, keep them from falling into the stuff. Yeah. Just something to note that institutionally, it seems like there's a war against trying to keep these things from happening to children. 
And these are one of the like many thousands of laws and things that get passed like under the table that they, no they, one really they don't, talks about. You don't about. see on C-SPAN. You, you know? don't see on. Yeah. You don't see a lot of this stuff. It just kind of happens in the night. People vote on it. It's it part of some omnibus spending bill or some this, bullshit. Yeah, that is tyranny through bureaucracy. Yeah, always. Um, so interesting this like starts breaking into cases and examples of like the media institutions kind of ignoring this stuff and not really like driving the point home when you feel like as a journalist like maybe there's some due diligence to be done sure. and it seems like it's an institutional thing with journalism so the Woody Allen Mia Farrow custody case um, attention was focused on his illicit romance with Sun Yi but Allen was also charged with the molestation of his own seven-year-old adopted daughter Dylan the press dismissed those allegations with a quote from Robert Sterling saying Connecticut state authorities based on the testimony of Dylan and others stated that they do believe that Woody molested her, but decided not to prosecute anyways. What? Yeah. Like, so that it just, they just decided that uh, it wasn't worth going after despite like there being clear evidence of it. Yeah, Woody Allen was always weird. I've seen those pictures. Woody of Allen. Like Woody with, Allen is just our second Roman Polanski. With I've seen pictures of him with that uh, the Sun Yi mm-hmm. agent, and it's like very clearly like that's not normal, bro. Not only do you have a kid fetish, but you 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 had to go the anime. He was the first weeb. Yeah, he was the first. Woody Allen was the got, first weeb. He got his hot suit in He had a he had an Asian fetish too. He was the first weeb. So another case, the Menendez brothers, remember the two brothers, they murdered their family. I don't know. Did you ever, ever, have you ever heard about the Menendez brothers? Probably. It's like, I think it's like an older nineties, early two thousands case where they like killed their parents, but they revealed that they were like, and like, it was a very painful revelation. Like they were like weeping in court and shit when they revealed it. Like it wasn't just, most people believe that like they told the truth when they said that stuff, but they, yeah. Claimed that, I guess, this was revenge for being, like, abused and molested for years. Uh, no one ever investigated it, and they were demonized for trying to distract and move attention away from their murders. Despite, like, offering evidence that, like, it was it very much happened to them. Fuck. Uh, Michael Jackson is another great example of accusations being levied. Believed to be widely true, but mostly laughed off by the press and society at large. And, I, you know, I know the MJ thing's always tough for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, because I'm like, well, because well, Macaulay Culkin was always the poster child of like, look what he did to Macaulay Culkin. But in his own words, he comes out and says, Michael never did anything. Yeah, like him. that's I'm, and and there's those guys who the documentaries that came out like a few years ago that I feel like were highly motivated by like self-interest and money uh, to get like the story relevant and get themselves relevant again. I don't it, it's hard and I feel like I'm doing what the press did, but. In this, in what this guy's inferring, but yeah, like I, I have a hard time myself with the Michael Jackson one of knowing if that's true or not because it feels like he was abused so much by Joe Jackson. Well, and, like, and, and what do they always say is that people of abuse continue the cycle, and so maybe that's he did. why they either act yeah, out so maybe and he become did. they either continue the cycle or they become addicts, alcoholics, just, whatever it is. Yeah, I don't know what it, it's one of those things where you think it's like. Yeah, it's like art from artists thing. You know, you're like, I like Michael Jackson. And I liked, uh, like, I don't know. You, I don't know if you give a shit about. No, it. and I mean, I, I, I think, like I think, too, I, think the, I think a lot of those songs were very well composed and good songs. Like, but it's it's crazy to think like, I think that he was so fucked up. I feel like the way he's like deplo- de- like portrayed as like a child, like you know, well, like, I feel like he wouldn't do that. Say. Like, I feel well, like 
here's what I was going to say is that... Uh, Not to die on the hill of Michael Jackson, but it's just like I'm pointing out weirdness to me. You know? I know. I don't know. And here's here's just my quick two cents is that, you know, again, they portrayed him as childlike. So if you were stuck in that childlike state and you were like an actual man with real hormones and he could have been Castrati. Would he still be horny? Hold yeah. On, here's he, the thing. Yeah, yeah. He could have been Castrati. And that's what I always thought. If he was a Castrati, he'd be a goddamn eunuch. He wouldn't yeah, have yeah. any balls. But... All I'm saying is, if he was a kid and you know he was feeling that way, who would he be attracted to? Other kids. Yeah, sure. He wouldn't want. Like, he views them as peers versus a younger person. And it's sick to even think about it. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. But, it sucks. It sucks because uh, you know it's just I don't know. I feel like he had a horrible life, and it would be like such a terrible blow to like that to be true. Yeah. But I mean, the world's fucked up, so who knows? Well, but, real quick, um, I need to pee. Yeah, I kind of do too. <laughs> I'm going to be right we back. Have do, we have to do switch off peas. We'll do switch off peas, and we will Should land I just this keep plane it going, soon. Or? Well, what page are we on? I think I'm half. I'm over halfway through it. Let me let me pee, and then we'll we'll right. switch peas. All right. All right, cool, cool, cool. <coughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I got right. one beer left. All right, we're back. We got to finish this, right? Yeah, it's already it's already seven. So. Uh, Oh God! Where's the mouse? Okay, <laughs> dude, I have to search that mouse. Uh, the so the press. press plays a large hand in downplaying child molestation allegations, almost as if it's their default position. While media at large pushes and promotes young lustful teens and jailbait starlets and idols. Do you remember like Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen? I do. Do you remember like how horny everyone was? And like Britney it was like Spears commonplace. Too, yeah. It was like commonplace normal horny to be like, wow, they're gonna turn eighteen soon. We have a countdown timer on the internet and a website that's published of when they turn eighteen. That's so weird. Do you remember how fucked that was? Uh, yes. That was like a normal thing back then. And I remember thinking it was weird back then, but like because it was like grown men you can find like VH one like uh best week ever episodes where it's just like all these comedians who are still doing acts and stuff right now lusting over these teen starlet girls. And it, it happens. I mean, basically, if you look at Nickelodeon as a whole, I mean, look at fucking everything Dan Snyder did. Yeah, that was the C- that, that place was like the, the mainstream CP factory. Well, and but it wasn't CP. The, it was like the it was Spears. like softcore. So they had Britney Spears. Everyone fucking lusted after her because she was even uh, she had that song. I'm nest a girl or not a girl or whatever the fuck <sighs> it is. But like. People were like totally being like, "Oh my god, this is totally wrong," but I'm totally. I'm hot pulling for my pud to this shit. Yeah, I'm like totally disgusting. Be- so crazy. Um, so one such man responsible for this kind of material in media is Greg Dark, part of the infamous Dark Brothers, who did occult tinged photo shoots and produced and peddled child pornography. One of his victims being Tracy Lords, who began working with them at 13. Dark works in the mainstream now, directing Britney Spears and other pop stars' music videos. According to Dark, it's a completely different line of work. What did I just... I literally just said Britney Spears. Yeah, bro. (laughs) Prophetic, right? It's insane. Um, It's weird how anytime we read an article, we always manage to talk about what the article is going to talk about before we do. It's the same thing with like this book. We're just there, baby. I could have written Program to Kill. <laughs> dude, yours, you honestly would have probably written the best version of that book. I, would, I should rewrite it as I should. 
I should just audio dictate yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Like, nah, bro. So listen. Autodidact, your new pro- the new program to kill. Yeah. You can put it out and call it Program to Kill 2, but with like a 2 instead of the... T- <laughs> you know, program to, to kill, kill. exactly. Yeah, yeah. It'd be sick, dude. McGowan can't. He's dead. So, you know. Fuck him. No, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm just kidding. The Bud Light's hitting me. The Bud Light, I'm off uh, the, I'm yeah, off the yeah. BLs. We're, 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 we're the in the trans back half of the episode. Me. We don't know <laughs> the transmission <laughs> fluid is hitting me, bro. <laughs> I'm off that transmission fluid. Uh, so, academia has also played a hand in the sexualization of children. On April 19th, 2002, Washington Times article had a report of a movement within academia to promote free sexual expression of children and that this movement is gathering steam and wants to le- legitimize sex between children and adults. Stephanie Dollum, quoted in the article, goes on to state that some people view children as the next sexual frontier. And that was in 2002? That was in 2002. Yo, can we talk about, what was it, the WHO? Did the WHO or somebody came out and basically said that, like, yeah, kindergartners should talk about gender and sex yeah, and shit? Yeah, 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 that's normal. That's no, so they're, weird. They're normalizing, dude. A lot of weird Why does the World going? Health Organization... Because I, mean, I guess a, it is health, it's weird, like reproductive health. The issue is there's a weird fucked up, like, blood cult that wants to make sure that, like, kids are readily available for fucking oh things. You're right, I, I think that's about what that. the problem is. I, totally <laughs> I think that's part of the that. problem. There's an ancient blood cult that wants to make sure they have children readily available to sexualize and do awful things damn i should have remembered that yeah i forgot that one <laughs> i forgore <laughs> but uh off, also referenced in that article is a book called harmful to minors the perils of protecting children from sex the book endorses a dutch law that lowered the age of consent to 12 um there was a landmark report on september 10th 2001 by university of pennsylvania school of social work on the commercial sexual exploitation of children this article was overshadowed by the events that unfolded the next day september 11th 9-11 no shit this was published the day before 9-11 the study laid the case that for that in this era of free trade and globalization has been accompanied by a dramatic rise worldwide in the incidence of child exploitation so you could lump this in with the trillions that went missing. <laughs> these are things you could just kind of things we didn't need to have out in the air. You and know? so the next Our day, government look, decided we didn't need this stuff out yeah, in the air. Let's just we need a nice little distraction to shut it. Bring all. them down, boys. Let's just go ahead and shut it all down. Bring them down. So displaying the ugly reality that a global marketplace, everything has a price tag, and that child sexual exploitation is related in many complex ways to other types of crime. Child pimps are almost always connected to the international drug trade. I'm sorry, but when I hear the word child pimps, yes. I think about you like think a about child. Little, you think about like a child uh, in a pimp suit. Three, three kids stacked on top of each other. In a trench wearing coat. Wearing a trench coat. Wearing a nice, like, wearing where's a pimp my money, jacket. bitch? Wearing a pimp jacket with a hat. He's got blackface. He's slapping white women. It's a, it's a purple pinstripe suit with yeah. a hat with a long feather. Oh, 100%. Where's my money He's at, He's got a bitch? Cadillac. It's got curb feelers. Need about tree fitting. Got curb feelers. <laughs> um, so, it's also well documented that the CIA plays a large part in the international drug trade. Perhaps there's a connection there. So, if this is so prevalent, how many in our halls of power have been involved? How far does it go? Do we have people hiding things or involved in these acts like was detailed in McGowan's first chapter on Belgium? Craig Spence. 
Enter Craig Spencer <laughs> in June 1989. Dude, your notes are like totally like your notes are like half the book, half just your skits of yes, thoughts. Yes, exactly. Just well, like I have Craig Spence. I have to make it a little original, you know, in some way or another. I love so, it though. I love trying to read this and like all the all the I red understand squigglies. it. I understand it, dude. All the red squigglies under the, the words. Red squigglies all the misspelled and the blue squigglies words and the fucking like me trying to read this. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, maybe I should publish my schizo notes on the Patreon yes. so everybody can see exactly. Don't what proofread I'm at all. I I clicked. I right clicked everything and changed it. I swear to God, uh, I did. clearly you missed a few. I missed a lot. <laughs> you missed a few. I did this really fast. I was in a fugue state. It was like an hour, dude. I got high as shit and was. You were in a flow state. This is your flow state. This is me. This is how I do notes, dude. It's crazy. This is how psychologists talk about flow state. This is what you do, but with like cult of ball. Yeah, exactly. So, in June 1989, a story was published about Spence. Being involved in a callboy ring, it was reported that his client list had 200 influential clients, including government officials and local U.S. military officers, officers, bankers, lawyers, and congressional aides. You name it. Only a few were publicly named, but names associated with the Spence case were high-profile indeed. Former CIA director William Casey, director of intelligence Ray, Cri- Ray Klein, and Congressman Barney Frank, to name a few. Spence also allegedly took his callboys on late night tours of the White House. The implications of such showing just how deeply connected he was to have that level of access. So Warmode talked about this guy a lot. Connects to the Franklin scandal. Yes, Warmode yes. talks about this guy a lot. The he Spence was the guy. DC fixer, yep. and people believe that Larry King provided boys for him from Boys Town mm-hmm. and brought them to Craig Spence, who in turn pimped them and turned them out to fucking whoever. And Barney Frank's house was allegedly... A fucking place where they launched a lot of these like meetups from. Yeah. There's a lot of fucking Republicans that love to fuck little boys, apparently. Or at least in the 90s, there was. I'm sure. There was a fuckload of them. Uh, that's why. That's why callboys are. When the fuck have callboys ever gotten a tour of the fucking White House? Well, you know what it is? They were all altar boys. So they were all fucked as little kids. And, yeah, they're and all they up. Just exactly. Continue the cycle and they of got abuse. the cover of like, oh, they're from the Catholic. They're from Boys Town. They're Catholics. Like, I hate this shit. fucking kidding me, dude. It's so, I hate it, this timeline. This, this I hate the chapter Antichrist. does such a great job of showing just how fucking institutionalized this shit is. We're almost there, baby. We're on the home stretch. So, uh,. In June. Oh, no, I already did that. Uh, Spence would boast of his time working with the CIA in various capacities all over the world. So Spence was in covert ops. He was involved deeply in covert ops. He was in Vietnam. He, they said he would disappear weeks at a time in Vietnam and then fucking show back up. He was one of these Phoenix program fucking spook weirdos, probably. Oh, fuck. He was out there like serial killing people and shit. Doing all kinds of fucked up shit. Who Jason knows? Jason Bourne. Cutting up people and hanging Jason them. Jason Bourne touching Cutting them kids. up and hanging them in their fucking huts so the rest of the Vietnamese people would throw their weapons down and quit fighting. Yeah. Like Phoenix program was the ultimate system of takeover that was engineered over there. Of just pure, real terror. You know? Make your enemies so scared that they like think you're not human anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the American war machine is like a fucking vampire eating people. You know? Um, they fostered that. They're like, hey, let's run with that. that. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, routinely. That's not a bad thing. Routinely. Yes. Um, so despite how monumental this story was, it was never given any real spotlight in the press. Despite this, Spence was found dead in room 429 of the Ritz-Carlton with a phone to his ear and his Walkman headphones around his neck. He had no obvious signs of injury. 
Uh, before this, he had told someone that he may be disappearing soon. It'll be sudden, and it'll look like suicide, but it won't be. Is this like RFK Jr. talking about the CIA? <laughs> Police refused to comment on his death. Several messages were written on the mirror. One said, Chief, consider this my resignation. Effective immediately. As you always said, you can't ask others to make a sacrifice if you're not ready to do the same. Life is duty. God bless America. He also left an apology to the hotel. Uh, the log for the room he was found in was rented to someone named C.S. Kane. So whoever rented the room to him, it was C.S. Kane. Weird. Yeah. And so that just kind of details uh, a bunch of very odd instances uh, very loosely. You know, people bitch about McGowan that like he presents a bunch of things. He presents a bunch of factual things. But then like they try to claim that what he's claiming is bullshit. But it's like I'm seeing evidence here of a a pattern of oh, excuse me behavior uh, in our institutions, be it journalism, media, government, whatever, that they almost help along this fucked up thing that goes on in the background at all times. Absolutely, you know, and that's not a weighted accusation. It's just simply this is all too weird to just all be coincidences. Well, and that's, that's, again, where we get crucified for noticing. Yeah, I shouldn't do that, right? We're just noticing, bro. We're just noticing. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Bye.